Hi patrons, welcome to your episode. It's only for you guys because you are the top potatoes and Colin, we're just going to continue with last week's type thing. Tons of opinions and confessions, that sounds all right. Absolutely, yeah. I've always liked this stuff because I tend to agree with the ones that I shouldn't do and disagree with the ones that I probably should. So it teaches me something about myself at the same time. So yeah, let's definitely go on with this one. Really easy. Let's be honest. Really fucking easy content. Yeah, well, we could rename this show to Real Easy Content if we wanted. But oh, I found I found a new Twitter page that will get. I actually want to do a wee bit of it at the end. Actually, right, okay. Um, just about actual names. It's, uh, it's my new favorite place. Right, opinions, opinions, opinions. If alien life does exist, it's highly likely that the alien society will be structured around a dictator or absolute monarch, because this is the norm in history and geography on Earth. Democracy is an outlier. And we forget that far too often. It's, tr- it's probably true, yeah. Um, <laughs> is that you, Andy? That. <laughs> Andy, is that you? <laughs> um, I don't think it is. There's no spelling mistakes, and it's not typed in a bump- <laughs> it's not typed in like a bumpkin accent, so I doubt it. The <laughs> spelling mistakes. <laughs> um, so <sighs> I don't think it is that fucking crackpot. Um, people live far too long. About fifty should be the limit, and you retire at forty, but you still have the ability to do everything. Um, clearly written by a young person. Fuck that! I don't want to die in fucking twelve years' time. Yeah, that's definitely some sort of nineteen-year-old or something. Yeah, so like, I've got half my life to live again. Sometimes I kind of do think like the age I'm at now. Like, is that me half more than halfway through? You ever get that sort of realization? Like, uh, yeah. It's a scary realization. Like, I might only have like thirty five percent of my life left or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful thought. Yeah, it's rubbish. Yes. But this is not the time to speak about that, right? Again, so normally people come on here, the opinions place, and talk about the Beatles and say like, "Oh, they're they're not very good or whatever." But this guy's saying, if you think the Beatles are overrated, you're wrong. They're still hugely underrated. Their influence and importance will only grow. And one hundred years from now, they will still be they will be compared to Shakespeare, not the Rolling Stones. I think that's probably true. I think it's probably true. Like so important band, everybody massively huge, and we probably don't appreciate it because we weren't there. Actually, we're we're recording our other show for the other net the other network after this, and some of it is facts, and one of them is actually about the Beatles. I'll share it here, um, just so you guys hear it maybe first um when the beatles first appeared on the ed sullivan show oh. um, in america that hour and a half that they were on the ed sullivan show is the only time in u.s history that there's absolutely no recorded instances of crime right okay <laughs> nobody phoned the police for that time, there were there was no police incidents. There was nothing logged by police as crime that happened in the whole of America. In the whole of America, right? Okay, I will speak. I suppose we'll speak about that now. So, and by the time this comes out, that's going to have been on RBR about a fortnight ago. Oh, well, people have forgotten about it by then. Then, so there's <laughs> a new one, one you might have missed. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, no, the term be- uh, the term Beatlemania. Yes, it kind of. Um, as far as I know, kind of get coined after a gig in Glasgow. Um, um, at the Odeon in Renfield Street? Yeah, and my mum was at that gig. Wow, it's amazing. But I think that was the first... 
Like the, the term mania has been used obviously for years and years and years, but the, the term Beatles mania, um, I think was first termed when they, they seen the the reaction of my mum and other young girls basically <laughs> at, at that's the cool, isn't it? That's mm. amazing. I think and anyway, that's, it's a bloody kebab shop now. Is it? Yeah. Like last time I was in town, it was still derelict. Yeah, I'm sure it's like it's a gourmet kebab shop or something now. I think. Because there was like a there was an old there was a kebab shop next to it, like a wee kebab shop for forever. Yeah, now there's like a but, sit down um, one now next to it. I'm sure right. which is where the Odeon was, unless it's the next one up. I'm not sure. Um, the designated walkways and arrows along supermarket aisles during COVID should have remained. The average supermarket shopper has poor spatial awareness and blocks aisles up with their general idiocy. Um, it's hard to disagree with that. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't do a lot of big shops. Generally, we don't do we don't really do that big shop. Carl tends to like go to the shop. Probably has really terrible way of doing it, but she goes to the shop every couple of days, whatever, and just grabs bits and bobs what we need. I don't really do a big shop, but yeah, I hate it. I just hate being in supermarket, I hate being shopping. Um, I know it's such a generic guy thing to say, but yeah, I, hate it. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind a big shop. I do a, I do, I do, I, do a, I mix it up. So when I get paid. I get paid in the 20th every month. The first two weeks of me getting paid, I go to Marks and Spencer's on a Friday and get a big shop in for the next two weeks. And then for the last two weeks of the month, I go to Aldi or Lidl. <laughs> <laughs> I could just meet them. I don't go to Sainsbury's all month, I suppose, but I, I do enjoy those two Marks and Spencer's weeks the best. They're brilliant. I've never done a... I've never shopped or bought anything at Marks and Spencer's in my life. It's amazing. It's just so good. And it's not even that dear. Yeah, I've never... Nah, not in my life. I think Sainsbury's is too fucking expensive, man, to be honest with you. Yeah. I've done a, done a big shop in Sainsbury's once and they fell in the back of my head, man. The fucking price of the place. Anyway, um, Robert Smith from The Cure is our greatest national treasure. <laughs> no, he isn't. I am. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's clearly Morrissey, so shut up if I wrote that. Clearly, more is that just because they had that argument? And you so you need to pick one side because it's clearly not Morrissey. He's not a national treasure at all. Morrissey man. should be a national treasure. The, the things he's done for music in this this country. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Robert Smith and Morrissey <coughs> have famously always had a bit of a ongoing argument and debates. And Morrissey's been a lot crueler about him than he ever has been about Morrissey. To be fair, um, what about talking about national treasures? Like you know, like like. Can you can you be can you be a national treasure and then unbecome one? Like yes, because like of Philip your Schofield. views, like Philip Schofield. All right, okay. would, would you would you see? I think you have to be a certain age to be a national treasure. Maybe maybe, um, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe I, don't like, I reckon people I, would call Holly Willoughby a national treasure. Would you? Cause you? Right, okay, right, okay. Well, maybe my points moot then. Doesn't matter. Um, no, but I, I think your question yeah. is going to be like: Can somebody who is a national treasure suddenly? Unbecome one, one, like Aye. could David Beckham Aye. suddenly become an arsehole? Something like that. Right, he's a okay, national treasure, isn't he? I don't think so. I don't so who, who's a national treasure then? Like fucking Helen, Helen Mirren or something like that. Like somebody like, like in their 70s or 80s or something. I don't know. Maybe um, that's just national treasure. I was trying to Google national treasure to see if there was any boundaries. And of course, I just got the fucking um, Nicholas Cage film coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, 
Who are UK national treasures? Sir David Attenborough. Mm, he's a bit okay. older, but then you've got Stephen Fry. He's probably pushing sixty. Mm. David Beckham must yeah. be on that list. Sorry for the silence. Yeah, I was just thinking about older people um, because all okay. older people's views suddenly become like John Cleese might have been considered a national treasure for a while and then suddenly it becomes a mad racist or whatever. That's a really um, good example, anyway, to be fair. Yeah, that's a good example. This is something that I've used on Twitter before. Um, people who comment on Twitter threads, unroll please, using one of these um, wanky bots, as he calls it in the end of a thread, could have easily read themselves. A lazy scum of the earth, the worst people. You do that? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done it. I've done it once or twice. Yeah, you did that. You were doing it for a while with that draw this tweet thing as well, weren't you? You were into that for a while. Uh, for about five minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're into everything for about five minutes. That's not a I new know. thing. Uh, um, yeah, I can see when it says like one of thirteen, and it's this guy uh-huh. saying we're at the end of a thread. You know, it's at the beginning of the thread. Because why would you tag at the end of the thread? Tag at the beginning oh, and just yeah. then it gives it a nice does it all for you, doesn't it? Yeah, just send you a wee link. So again, I've only ever used it once or twice, and it was for like a 13, 13 Twitter. I wait until the season starts, and our pal Andy will do some mega thread, and I might use it again. It may actually be <laughs> on one of his. In fact, I done it on one of his as I I dig at him. I think his was only like right. seven long because he's okay. like it's not that long for fuck's sake. But it's like a, <laughs> a really a shitey Twitter joke. Um, Amongst That's friends, no, it's not. Okay. Um, anyone under the age of eighty who was was of working age when th- when the internet became widespread, there's absolutely no reason why old people shouldn't be able to use email, SMS, and simple websites. I absolutely. Agree. You don't like the old people, so <laughs> I, listen. Well, I don't like a lot of old people. Mum and dad are quite old nowadays, and I love them to bits. But I can't remember the last time I went to the house and didn't have to fix something or set something up or do something. Um, is that? I think that that point is well made. I, I, my only argument would be there was a lot. There was a lot less jobs back then that would have been sat in an office doing computerized type things. So I can unless, unless you were working in computing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that a, a worst thing is people under sixty. People under sixty probably get no excuse. I would say there. That's probably the cut off for me at this point. And even Six worse, years. people our age that are just hopeless with technology. I just don't understand that. Like, how are you living then, your life like, and I, not being able to do simple stuff? In my job, I've, I I deal with quite a lot of young, like teenagers that are just fucking hopeless with technology. Because all they all they know how like it's question like an old man again, but all they know how to do is like scroll on the phone. Just scroll. So it's yeah. like simple things. Like so, it's like can you use like do you know how to use Word? What oh, nah. Do you know how to like, like, go and like literally go and Google and research something? Nah, nah, no nah idea. Oh, you're fucking 17. amazing. We had a conversation the other day because mm-hmm. we were talking to somebody that didn't have, a, didn't have a computer, and it just, I couldn't believe there was people that don't have a laptop, don't have a MacBook, don't have a computer of some description. Like, I just don't know how they live their life. But maybe it's me that's the weirdo now. On their know. phone. Uh, I think it's on their phone now. Because phone your phone can basically do everything nowadays. If you want to do an essay on your phone, you just go to fucking pages or whatever and just speak to it and it types for you, no, basically, or whatever, you know. So, you know me, I'm always on yeah, my phone. It does. It feels weird. That, 
You do need a laptop. Sure, need a laptop. Man. I think. Right. Um, confessions? confessions, confessions, or would you like to, yeah, would we'll you like to skip confessions. confessions and go to your website? You wanted to talk about your Twitter account. All right, okay, I well done. So we'll, we'll save some of the confessions for later on. Um, I don't know how good good a section this is going to be. Just while you're finding, it, I'm going to read the first confession out just because I love it. My very vanilla boyfriend has suddenly started smacking my ass and sticking his finger up it when we have sex. He never goes anywhere other than to work, so I'm thinking ninety percent he's got into porn. Or 10% he's had an affair at work. <laughs> I think he's into porn. <laughs> right, I was going to make a quiz out of this, but I can't be bored, so we've only got a couple of minutes left of this bonus. So I'm just going to I read like a quiz. From... Yeah, I, I will do a quiz for this one at some point, and it's going to be a real name or not, basically. Um, okay. This is... I'm not going to tell you what it's called. It's just a, a Twitter page with real names on it. They go through the census and stuff like that. So... I'm just going to read some of these. Um, United States Census. I'm not going to tell you where I'm from or what year all the time. I'm just going to read some names. Uh, Pussy Gooter. <laughs> uh, Ida Pumpinfuss. <laughs> Gertrude Pumpinbroke. Charles Crap Wobble. <laughs> Crap Heathcock. Uh, oh, no. La Boob. Henry Crappenhalf. Bush Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard Blueball. Climax oh, no. Gully, Joseph Hogballer, Mary Pervert. <laughs> 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 Emma Fatso, <laughs> William J. McBeastie. <laughs> <laughs> McBeastie. <laughs> oh, he's an atmosphere that ever happened. Lola May, <laughs> no, Lola May Fatty, oh. Fredora Tits. <laughs> Vagina Hunts, John Slobber, <laughs> Sniff Butts Him Off, pa- Pauline Boner Tucker, Darlene Barfoff, <laughs> John Cockbone, <laughs> Theo Suckass. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Mate, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, this is just, I'm leaving skipping. Just scrolling. I'm just, just scrolling. Um... <laughs> Neil Ranchbottom, Dora Red Cherry, Joseph Duckars, <laughs> Tom Thomas Goodwipe, Joe Pooping Crack. <laughs> just, just out of interest, what was the quiz going to be? I was just going to say, is this a real name or not? And I was just going to make oh, up right, some okay. names. Right, okay, cool. I could, I could fool you. Um, oh. Missouri Jabibi. <laughs> Hog Farmer, Angela Anal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, good stuff. F- Frederick Fatty. What <laughs> keeps coming up? William Boner Spear. Dearie me. Harry Dimshit. Rudolf Wuss Shit. <laughs> Stephen L. Saka Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- this guy must just. Um, he must have, he must have, because all of these are from the United States censuses over the years. So what he must just do, he must just have like, you know how you can put like, when you're searching for stuff like, say, percentage filters marks, and stuff, yeah. filters ah, and he stuff. He must just be filtering it for shit and shit. Francis Sexpy. Thomas Sex Little P. Shit. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Overballs. Oh, Willie Fishballs Fishback. <laughs> the game, the game you could do with this. Is trying oh. to find these people on Facebook. 
Oh, well, a lot of them are from like, the United States Census from like the like 1850s, 1910s, ah, 1820s. Right, okay. Yeah. Puke pints, P U K E P I N T S. They do say at the top of this, right? I don't want to ruin it, but they say tweeting funny names um, from genealogical and other sources. Um, oh, they must have changed that actually. They must be picking up followers because they did say something about like some of these might be like transcription errors and stuff like that. Like people right. writing their own thing. But uh, yeah, that was all those names there have been tweeted from this account literally in the last three years. Amazing. Tub Pan Andreas. <laughs> Alexander Twatdowski. <laughs> Willie Throbs. <laughs> I think Willie Throbs is a good place to call it, I think. Harry Noodles. So <laughs> they, Harry that's noodles. A, that's a, Okay. That's 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 a new source of entertainment for us anyway. I enjoyed that for that was me just reading names for two minutes. But yeah, we'll call it here. I'll call. Yeah, we will. Um, as always, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being you. You are, as Jack says, the big potatoes. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore wrong-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.